A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Support WrestleTalk! Donate on Patreon. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Russell Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Russell Ramble Podcast. I am Ollie Davis and I'm joined by Luke Owen, who is scrambling to take his phone off of normal mode and onto airplane. Well remembered, Luke. How you doing? I'm doing very well. Hello, uh, Oliver Davis. Hello, the SWAP Nation. Uh, my phone is now on airplane mode. We will not be interrupted at any points during this broadcast. How the devil are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. We teased some anecdotes on the show. Yes. So to sort of drive YouTube viewers towards this ever so fabulous podcast, maybe make them members of whatever the podcast listenership fan base are called. Absolutely. Someone did send me a suggestion, but I forgot what it was. Nice I'm work, fi- yeah, sorry. That means I'm very bad at what I do. Mm. Um, but yeah, we do talk about some teasers. I didn't actually mean it to be teaser to kind of drive people to it. I just thought we've got quite a lot to talk about. Yeah. I don't want to derail this show any further with inane chat. But the podcast, on the other hand, very happy to We're derail. We're happy to derail, yeah. Yeah, because you did, you did your best, though. Was that four minutes of... Uh... Tooth chat and secret <laughs> Santas. Yeah, oh, well, absolutely, yeah. But, I mean, I've got more. So, okay. People are going to click on that video. Oh, top five WWE wrestlers to New Japan. Settle down for this. Okay, we're talking about the, the root canals. <laughs> there are timestamps for that very reason. I know, I'm I think, I think the YouTube viewers are just too impatient. They don't, they, they don't get what podcast listeners, on the other hand... They're, they're like the creme de la creme. They're just happy to sit there. They are, well, because they're in commutes. They mm. are, they're traveling places. Sometimes they're in cars and they can't physically skip ahead. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah they're stuck there with us. Yeah, and, and, you know, maybe they're at the gym or doing something of that nature. And they mm. like to hear our inane babble. So in or the, trying to fall asleep. Or trying to fall asleep. So in uh, the episode you are about to hear where you'll hear us talk about the teas as well over the weekend i was at my parents-in-law's um we call it fake christmas mm. so every the first week of january every year my father-in-law's side of the family so that's uh, him and his two sisters and their partners and then all of my wife's cousins all get together there's 19 of them we get together and we have another big Christmas meal. We it's do a big brood. We do Christmas crackers. We do big turkey and ham roast. The whole shebang. A big cheese board. All the all that goes. I couldn't really partake much this year in terms of the drinking side of things because I'm on very strong antibiotics and I was told very specifically not to drink because it would cause me a very bad reaction. So I was on the. Uh, now I can actually have some soft drinks. I can have some fizzy pop. So I had some Dr. Pepper. Diets Dr. Pepper, obviously, zero, whatever they call it now. So I had um, a, a little bottle of that, and that was quite delightful. But there was a bit of a debate amongst the family about the future of fake Christmas. Mm. I imagine that when it was just the parents and the cousins, it was fine. Sure. Because there are. Uh, let me do the maths here. There are uh, seven kids. There are seven cousins. Okay, and then there are six parents. So that's fine. That's quite a manageable number. Mm. Those have now grown up. Those kids have now grown up, and some have got married. Some have got partners. One of two of them have a child. How selfish! So these numbers are ever growing. So now to the point, we're at twenty people if you include little baby Flory mm. at three or four months years old. Right? Nineteen and a half. Nineteen and a half. Maybe yeah. nineteen and a, a quarter. A bit. A bit. So they decided our houses can't 
seat this many people we had to completely rearrange my uh, father-in-law's living room like we had to move the sofas around we had to get t- three tables in to kind of seat people it was set like a t in fact i can almost show you a picture of of how the whole thing was set up which is be a nightmare to cook for logistically yeah perfect for 19 wow. like you know for, for podcast like shapes yes and it, again yeah cooking dinner cooking a roast dinner for, mm. for nearly 20 people nightmare so it was decided we're going to put it to a silent vote a silent vote. A silent vote. And your two options are, we can either continue this as a winter tradition, uh-huh. but it will change from a sit-down roast to a family get-together buffet style. Cool. Or we move it to the summer, and we have a summer barbecue where we can sit outside, mm. and we can have more space to kind of move people around. Where was the Book in Wembley Arena option? Well, yeah, that, that one didn't come That's up. That's my but... go-to. Yes. <laughs> yeah, if, I, if, if I've got like... You know, I've got 20 people shoved into a 15-person capacity mm-hmm. room. Just book Wembley Arena. I mean, Because so, yeah. you get so much more space. You, and so you're talking to the SSE? Yes. Yes, obviously. Yeah, you yeah. don't want to book actual Wembley. No, no, no. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> um, so it was put to a silent vote. So, uh, what is the, a silent vote? Well, essentially, we were all passed around a slip of paper, ah. and we had to write down either a W or an S. And that had to be passed back, and that all got put into a hat. Winter and summer. Yes, that all got jumbled up, and then the results were drawn. And an overwhelming majority voted for winter. So Ah, it's it's going to be a buffet. It's remaining as a winter thing because, as many of us rational, myself included, because I voted for winter. I don't want to, you know, the vote was really between me and the and the polling slip. But I will reveal mine to the Swath Nation. I did vote for winter because they have a summer get together anyway. This is actually this is taking away a get together. So I voted for winter, as did the majority of everyone else. We are having we are continuing fake Christmas, but it will be very different next year. Yeah, you wouldn't get a you wouldn't get a present, would you? No, no, you're still doing like Oh se- you'd still do the whole the Oh yeah, I suppose if we thing. did it as a summer, I don't know if you'd do Secret Santa and no all that crackers, sort of stuff. No, probably no, well, very hard to get that time of the year. Very difficult to get very odd to play Christmas songs mm. around that sort of year around that time of year as well. It's also very enjoyable though. One of my favourite well, we used to our favourite thing to do would be to find pubs that have jukeboxes that connected to the internet, <laughs> meaning they you're not limited to to what the jukebox wants you to play, mm-hmm. and then you just load it up with a Christmas playlist in the height of summer. Yeah, yeah it's good, and then walk out. <laughs> Do you have a, a family traditions, family get-togethers, like extended family get-togethers? Not really. Most of my family uh, hate each other now, but my my girlfriend's side, they, yeah, that they're. they're that they've got a big old family. Yeah, can't, there's too many of them. If anything, mm. there's what. So at one family get together, there was someone there who was the ex-boyfriend of one of the family members. What? And he bought his boyfriend. <laughs> and I was like, what's? This, this is like a five-year-ago relationship, but they're still, you know, they just absorb people into this huge mass. Wow. Yeah. I mean, because I have a lot of. We could never do this sort of uh, get together on my side of things, particularly mm. on my on my mother's side, because I there are my mother is one of seven, so wow. uh, you know that one of seven. Then obviously all of have their you Catholics. Oh, well, yeah, I mean I'm not a Catholic, I'm Protestant, mate. But um, but I I actually did do a. Uh, if you let me give me a couple of minutes, I can do a little bit of math to work out how many cousins I have. Shall I read uh, iTunes review? Yeah. While you work that out, uh, where were we? From Vira J- Vira JCFC, keep up the rambling. A brilliantly put together show that has reignited my love for wrestling. Luke and Ollie are exceptionally charismatic and a joy to listen to. I'm a proud member of the SWAF Nation and will be spreading the word to my fellow wrestling enthusiasts here in India. Thank you very much. Cheers, thank I you. I don't I'm- know how you managed to leave a review in the UK iTunes section, but... Well played. Uh, well played. Well played. I think it's 24. Stuff good. 24 cousins. Yes. Wow. And they've got additional people. And, and they also have kids as well. Wow. You Catholics. And Coy B writes, I never really took sides until I found out Luke is an Evertonian <laughs> and hates the sun. Boss podcast. Though, keep it up, lads. So hang on. Does that mean that he is a Liverpool fan and likes the sun? I don't know. It could go either way, the way he's written it. Anyway, thank you, Fodid, for writing oh, no, that. Hang on, no, it can't Fodid. be because he's called Come On You Blues. So he must be an Evertonian. Sure. Oh, um, is that what C-O-Y-B stands yes. for? If we had never really took sides, until I found out Luke's an Evertonian and hates the sun. So that's a good thing. He's take, doesn't take right. his sides. Now he's taken my sides because I hate the sun and I'm an Evertonian. But then has... Sounds like you're a goth. Boss podcast, though. I hate which the su- sun. Which suggests that... 
I mean, they've got controversial opinions. Mm. Still a good podcast, though. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. But let's, let's get on with the show. Either way, I like him. How was your weekend, buddy? My weekend was lovely, thank you very much. Mm. Uh, I uh, had a fake Christmas, which is an annual tradition amongst uh, my uh, father-in-law's side of the family. So we all get together post-Christmas, the first weekend of January, and have another big Christmas dinner and a secret Santa gets together. There were 19 of us this year in my uh, parent-in-law's living room, which was packed yeah and it was the first one with a little baby in there because kate's cousin uh recently had like a little a little baby you said your girlfriend's name ge- your did wife's name did i really you just said the k word oh wow i do apologize special, oh, wow. special k white wine kate. <laughs> white wine kate the infamous white yeah. wine kate my wife's cousins i should say uh recently had a little baby little baby flory she's only a couple of months old Aww. so she was very cute and adorable um but what did w- you get what did I get as my secret Santa gift? Mm. Um, uh, 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 beard grooming stuff. So I've got like a beard balm, mustache wax, and, uh, and beard you haven't oil. Used it I yet. haven't used it today. I got up no. a bit late today. Um, so it's rough. It does it's a bit. Scratchy. Well, it's because I haven't been to the barbers since the wedding. Mm-hmm. I haven't had my hair cut or my beard trimmed since the wedding, which really shows how little I have on top left. And how poorly my facial hair grows. But, it's not um, like you're an on-screen host or anything. No, I know, no, right? The hours, hours every morning that goes into that. Yeah, kind of minutes, <laughs> minutes the previous night, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've actually got another story from that um, uh, from that secret Santa, but I'll save that. Well, not the secret Santa, but from the uh, but I'll save that for the podcast <laughs> intro. Um, so if you want to hear that, you can go to the podcast. What version a of tease! This. What a tease! For the podcast. It's, so you've got to go and subscribe to the podcast separately it's actually not that much of an interesting story but i really like it because it's an interesting family dynamic sort of thing mm. i think a real nice insight into uh to my wife's side of the family do you end up shouting at a kid at why roman reigns isn't that good no like it's, it is nowhere near as good as that story okay. unfortunately uh, we also played pictionary and the resistance which is a game you Great very game. much enjoyed as a one night werewolf and it was uh bloody lovely how was your weekend well i'm well, i'm gonna it was good i'm gonna save my weekend story for the podcast also oh, oh yeah so you gotta go here's a tease i bought some pills off the internet and i took them <laughs> excellent stuff what, what better tease <laughs> not drugs they're not class a's but they are they they affected me more than i i thought they would is this your probiotic stuff no no i had those as well 450 billion gut bacteria in this bad boy right yeah. now made me very bloated maybe yeah. i need that because for my uh, all the antibiotics yes, that i've yeah, been taking well you do yeah, I told you. you I did. know you did yeah. tell me this. Yeah, because I've been. I went to the dentist on Friday. Mm. I'm having root canal this coming Friday. My first of three sessions with Yankum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to the podcast to uh, if you want more inane chatter. <clears throat> but I imagine if you're on the YouTube channel, you want some wrestling chat right away. So we've got a crap gimmick here for you. We certainly have sent in from the mayor of Painesville, not the major of Painesville. Uh, yes, yeah, sorry, I did incorrectly I'd... been written down here. Sorry, that is my fault, Dan. You Dan! Are, Dan! Dan. Um, yeah, so Dan actually emailed us over the Christmas period with like mm. a, a Christmas carol uh, that he had penned and yeah, translated. Yeah. Unfortunately, because we'd already recorded all of our stuff for the Christmas period, we didn't, we didn't actually get a chance to read it out on air. And now it's January and it's almost a bit too late. It seems, seems silly to be reading the Christmas carol. Should have done it for second Christmas. Oh, maybe I should have done it, yeah. But we will uh, save it. So maybe we'll mm. do it uh, for this coming Christmas in 2018. So here's our crap gimmick for Dan. If you're not familiar with crap gimmicks, because we haven't done them for a while because of all the Christmas stuff uh, it's where you the viewers submit really bad wrestling gimmicks to us hmm. and we're like is that bad enough for us to sign them to the crap gimmick roster and we will make a decision so this is Dan's one Agent Cool so he's a wrestler in his late 40s he wears a cap backwards and a chain of course sunglasses are part of his outfit too he also has a black moustache he does not talk much he just likes to give one word answers and stares into the nothing with a look on his face that he thinks he's cool but looks odd for everyone else however the gi- like the gimmick is that the commentators don't seem to get that he's not actually as cool as he thinks he is and the commentators are always putting him over as the coolest dude ever, which is very WWE, mm. you know, saying what is quite obviously the opposite as what's happening uh, before us. Uh, yeah, someone told him that he's got to go with the times. Now he's an old man and uh, be cooler. And this is how that manifests. Uh, he's, he's a heel with comedic elements. The finisher 
is the midlife crisis. A great faith, no more song. Mm. And he, so this is, he drags his opponent round the entire ring, looking like he's going to set up a really big move with his cool, weird middle distance stare. Everyone's expecting a great move, and then neckbreaker. A simple neckbreaker. Yeah, and then he get. I imagine this is in my head. He gets up and he's posing like he's just done the best thing ever. And everyone's like, "What the hell?" Maybe the the opponent could go. What what's what just happened? You know, yeah. just sort of get up on one elbow. And his entrance theme is "Daddy." Daddy Cool by Boney M. <laughs> what a song that is. So what do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, my first thought when I, I saw Agents Cool was very much um, that Steve Buscemi skit that everyone kind of posts up when uh, old people <laughs> try to look hip with the millennials. Mm-hmm. And it's that um, uh, he's there with uh, the backwards cap and his rock band t-shirt with his skateboard and he says, what up, fellow kids? That's kind of how I picture this, a guy in his late 40s who's trying to hang with these millennials. That's kind of how I pictured it in my head, mm. which I think is quite a fun little gimmick could that could work i had it in my head as more of like uh as i was reading that out i think he should be super lame but a baby face yeah like an actual over super lame old person trying to be cool oh look at us we're old <laughs> Old we, we essentially we're trying to be we, yeah what have you yeah, we're essentially agent cool yeah I suddenly realised as well when I described my uh, my Steve Buscemi thing with his what up fellow kids mm. um, I'm essentially and you have just described the same thing we've described Shane McMahon yes what up <laughs> enter hometown here yeah shuffle trainer shake exactly yeah a guy in his late 40s I'm just going to do this by the way okay yeah it's a good idea get, get the branding out there he's a guy in his late 40s who was trying to appeal to kids mm. and to young kids be like I'm cool I'm just like you guys what up, town? I uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go with this. I'm not gonna sign him. For me though, what what are you saying? Uh, oh, sorry, I just knocked my my headphones out of my mm. uh, out of the connector. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking the same thing. Uh, sorry, I, I like Dad. the name. I like Daddy Cool by uh, by Bonnie M. But unfortunately, I think I'm going to pass. So Dan's submitted quite a few crap gimmicks mm. have we ever accepted one i don't think we have and i feel kind of bad for it i mean I, I feel like we should just accept him in general no 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 no. like the no. mayor of painesville no no no, no? This is now a running joke <laughs> damn you're never getting in just like fishmonger fishmonger oh, wait, no, fishmonger. you are not no. you're a c plus player you're <laughs> never gonna get into the crap gimmick roster you're a yeah he already is yeah okay maybe he is but you're gonna be buried on it by me. He's not going to get into the Hall of Fame, you mean? No, no nowhere close. He's not going to get in a title picture. <laughs> Undercard, mi- opening act. That's all the fishmonger is. It's disgraceful. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So there's one thing that everyone's talking about right now. It's not the Royal Rumble. It's not Raw's 25th anniversary. It's not John Cena doing something John Cena-y. It's 
Wrestle Kingdom. It's the rise of New Japan, who yeah. had a cracking first week of 2018. Mm-hmm. Wrestle Kingdom 12 was last Thursday, and obviously we had the, the big match, the, the headlining match of Naito versus Okada, but perhaps the most talked about match and the match that a lot of people had their eyes on was the Okada-Jericho match. Sorry, Okada, yeah. Omega-Jericho match, do apologise. And I think that's kind of why... A lot of it was that that influx of of new of Chris Jericho mm. of this of this American star this WWE star making a shock appearance in a New Japan show and people were like what's this going to lead to and I think that really did put a lot of eyes onto the product so it was a really like genius move by New Japan yeah definitely and because there was only so much you could breach with no huge ex WWE stars to to really cross over into the mainstream of wrestling fandom. And we saw it in the comments, like on our Wrestle Kingdom 12 review, which did loads for, you know, for a New Japan show. It did more than... It did the same amount as a Big Four review for a WWE show. It did a lot better than some of our uh, WWE B shows have done. And a lot of the comments in there were, this was the first non-WWE show I've watched. Oh my God. Yeah. Now I understand... Why you're a little bit down on the quality of WWE matches sometimes. So this is... And I, I do put that down to Jericho being included. The same thing happened mm. for TNA in 2006 when they got Kurt Angle and they got Christian. When they started getting these sort of big ex-WWE names, people were like, oh man, you know, not Billy Gunn and Jeff Jarrett. But mm. it was like, Kurt Angle, wow. A lot of people started putting some eyes on to... Orlando Jordan is wrestling <laughs> in TNA. Well, yeah, I mean, there was obviously that as well. Bye but rates. coming up to... And then you move into 2010 when you got Hogan and Bischoff and Rob Van Dam and these kind of guys, a lot more eyes on the problem. problem was that TNA was a dumpster fire of a promotion with bad, bad booking and terrible storylines that they, just, they drove viewers away. Mm. However, with New Japan, you've got the opposite where you've got a lot of eyes going onto the product. You're like, wow, that was an incredible show. I now want to watch more. I'd be very interested to know how many people who watched Wrestle Kingdom then watched uh, New Year's Dash. Well, New Year's Dash was actually up for free and I believe still is mm. on their streaming service. New Year's Dash is sort of their roar after WrestleMania. It's quite it took me a while to get my head around how the New Japan year is structured. And a few people have asked, so here's an attempt at an explanation. They don't have weekly TV, as it were. They have a big event, a big event, big event, big event, you know, spread throughout the year. Sometimes the placement doesn't really make sense. Like you'll get two big shows the day after each other and then nothing until the next month. Uh... But and, and then you have all the house shows as well, but those aren't really broadcast. So, yeah, you, Wrestle Kingdom is their biggest show of the year right at the start. And New Year's Dash is the day after. And that's sort of their roar after WrestleMania. It sets up all the big angles for the next three to four months worth of programming. And then you've got Dominion, which is the next big, big show uh, a bit further on down the line. In the summer, you've got G1, which is sort of their SummerSlam three-week tournament thing that's had some of the best wrestling of the year and then it's a uh, king of pro wrestling i believe at, at the sort of survivor series slot yeah. so that's how the new japan year is structured uh but yes this uh yeah i i you can go up there and watch the new japan uh new, new year's dash show now which i thought was really good like it had some really solid wrestling on uh lots of nice tag matches i heartily heartily recommend the Young Bucks and Omega mm-hmm. versus uh, Rapongi 3K and Cheeseburger, our favourite wrestler in the world, Cheeseburger, because that is such a fun six-man tag. And what's kind of brilliant about it as well is that it's something that, that I think that WWE in particular can't quite get right, which is when you have a comedy wrestler mm. in a match and he's in there with you know five other very serious wrestlers. However, he gets to all of his comedy stuff and make the the bad guys the heels look like buffoons but yet they still look credible yeah like there's a spot in which cheeseburger crawled underneath each of their legs as they were trying to reach for him so they literally like one reached for him he crawled under their legs the other reached for him he was still crawling the other reached for him he's still crawling then he got up and just did the exact same thing right. and they repeated the spot but yet at the end of it you're not like well omega looks stupid now doesn't he You've got to watch, but please do go and watch that because Luke probably described it and your your inner Jim Cornette is coming out and thinking, what that is a wrestling? How am I meant to believe in that? But it actually actually works. Bullet Club, I mean, you wouldn't see a card or st- people like that doing that that much. The Bullet Club are kind of goofy. They do, they do do comedy stuff quite a lot. so they're But they still good. look threatening and credible yeah, at like, the end of the day. They can do that one night, the next night. 
Omega's have, or the, just a few minutes later, Omega's having a serious angle, uh, saving his longtime friend Kota Ibushi from Cody Rhodes, going to hit him. Oh, with a what a what chair. a thing! That yeah. was so beautiful. So, so now you've got dissension in the Bullet Club. That was uh, one storyline. You've got uh, Jay White joining Chaos, which mm-hmm. is Kazuchika Okada's faction. So he's probably going to go against Kenny Omega for the U.S. title. Suzuki and Tanahashi are going to be starting a program, a new shaven head Suzuki. And, of course, the big uh, main event angle, which I had to rewrite the entire news and reshoot Friday's episode, was when uh, Chris Jericho appeared and took out Naito. Well, you say he took out Naito. He tried, they, but, but bold, because yeah. he's so cool and, <laughs> and tranquil, didn't quite work on old Naito, did it? But Naito beautifully just did enough to incite him and make him yeah. lose his lose his cool even more, so he could then just lie down on the floor and being like the coolest dude ever. And there's that grip. My favorite bit is when uh, Jericho's being taken out of the arena and he's still shouting at Naito, and Naito gets a chair and it looks like he's going to hurl the chair across the arena at Jericho but he just swings it and in one fluid motion I don't know how he opens it opens the chair sits down with his back to Jericho and just sits there casually yeah but he's Naito's amazing and I mean I did did say this in my review you did you you called this didn't you absolutely you called this well in in the news that I rewrote Mm. it said well you know Jericho New Year's Dash is happening right now Jericho could turn (laughs) up and start a feud with Naito this is what they've said in interviews going back and forth Mm. I had to go and re-record that because that's exactly what happened because New Japan listens to us They, we came up with that idea. Have you seen the uh, the gift that was doing the rounds today of um, Cody and Kenny Omega having dinner together? No. And it's just them staring at each other while eating very poorly because they're not really looking at their food. Oh, yeah. It's very funny. Is that from uh, Being the Elite? I, it might have been from Being yeah. the Elite, I don't know. But I, I just saw the gift of it this morning and it really made me laugh. Another great example. Comedy, seriousness, they can merge perfectly. Yeah. So, uh, this... the. Re- after off the back of Wrestle Kingdom, so many more eyes are on New Japan right now. Uh, Twenty five thousand is the actual number. Is how many subscribers New Japan World got off of Wrestle Kingdom? 12. It was over a two day period, I believe. Over a two day period, That's a huge jump for them. It's a thirty six percent increase. That's a massive number. That's crazy. Uh, and uh, Takakai Kadani, who is the owner of, oh, how does this work? He's either the president of New Japan or the owner of Bushi Road, who own New Japan. Right. He's one of those. He's he's in charge. Let's <laughs> say that. Kadani, he said to Tokyo Sports, and this is translated via Google Translate. Okay. So he said, um, you know, off the back, I'm just going to paraphrase, actually. Off the back of Wrestle Kingdom 12, they're going to be able to pay wrestlers more fight money. Is what, uh, nice. What, I'd say a purse, maybe. Uh <laughs> And I also want more talent from WWE to come to us like Jericho. I will do everything I can to make it happen. And then he goes on and talks about how maybe that could be a collaborative thing yeah, between he, WWE. He says here, again, this is off from Google Translate. Right now, WWE is not adversarial with us. We feel we can make it happen. Mm. So and uh, sorry, I've been doing this off there, but like, that kind of couples in with Jericho's chat about Vince McMahon uh, before the um, the the Jericho Okada match. I said it again, Jericho Omega match. I'm thinking down. I'm thinking you too want far. It to happen. F- yeah. Too further down the line. That's Wrestle where that's where my mind goes. I'm, I'm future thinking. Me. Um, he said that he'd had lots of conversation with Vince McMahon about it, saying this is what I'm going to do. And Vince McMahon thought it was a good thing. He said this is a great thing because wrestling is all he knows. And the more eyes that are on wrestling, the more eyes are on WWE, and the more Rest, people are watching wrestling as a whole. Mm. Yeah, we'll see how long that mentality lasts. We'll see lasts how long that lasts. When they run their Long Beach shows mm. uh, close to WrestleMania weekend and Axis might start promoting the New Japan TV more. I don't, New Japan want to expand into the United States. I can't see WWE being cool with that and lending them talent to do so. Unless it is reciprocal. But I don't think WWE, they don't play nicely with others. No, they like, don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah perhaps. But I tell you what, I mean, we did get a question about this, but I could see that sort of thing happening down the line. Once old, uh, once Vinnie Mac is out of the picture, I can see someone like Triple H getting on board with that sort of thing. I don't think. I can't, as, I can't as, see as, as long as WWE will always come out on top and they're the winners. I can't see it happening even then. I think Triple H might be quite, uh, you know, you just he's been in the WWE fortress for so long. 
You're just going to see enemies at every you, direction. You say that, but look, he appeared at uh, an ICW show. He's doing stuff with Progress. Stuff he has total control over, That's really. what I mean. As long as New he's... Japan aren't an indie that Well, as can... long as... That's what I mean. As long as WWE come out on top and they're portrayed as the biggest stars. But why would New Japan go for that, then? All I don't right. see it happening. Uh, it's like saying, oh, Vince McMahon might work with New Japan if he can job them out on every show. <laughs> but why would New Japan do that? Well, I don't they think, they yeah, got screwed yeah. with that in TNA. But he, he's a smart businessman. You know that wouldn't be pointless. So what we've pointless. done is we've come up with some picks that we would like to see go from WWE to New Japan as part of this fantasy collaboration. Mm. Or maybe they could just pack up their ballas and leave. Or bags and leave. So do you want to go Fro- first? Freudian blowjob there. Freudian blowjob. <laughs> Do you want to? Yeah, I mean, I, I, so I went We've through got quite a few of the similar ones. I, I thought we might do. So I've got like I went through the list of WWE personnel. I haven't got any female wrestlers because there isn't really a, a, a sort of a women's division as such. No. Um, so just all male wrestlers. And what I've picked are just are people that haven't really had a like they don't they're not known for being New Japan guys. So I didn't pick a Finn Balor or a Shinsuke Nakamura or an AJ Styles. I've gone for guys that you would think of now as a WWE guy. Like, even as my first pick, Cesaro, you could say, like, well, it's Claudio Castagnoli. He's an ROH guy. But, like, I think Cesaro has now been in the WWE bubble for so long. He is a WWE mm. guy. For podcast listeners, I'm doing big air quotes. So, uh, on my list, I've got Cesaro, uh, The Revival. Because I think that as a tag team, they are they are one of the best in the world. They haven't they haven't had a great main roster run thus far. Injury ridden. It has been plagued with injuries. But however, you look at their NXT stuff that they did, and what, what's your what's I've your just seen what the next name is on your <laughs> list. <laughs> no, you, you might. I get. Well, you, you say it. You say it. Goldust. What's wrong with Goldust? There's nothing wrong with Goldust. It's, you've got an obsession with him. <laughs> this year, it feels like you want to see him have a world heavyweight title run. I didn't say a world heavyweight title run. I said a world heavyweight title program. And then go to New Japan and main event against the card. <laughs> I never said That's what you're that. saying. I never said he should main event. three-way with Jericho, Okada and Goldust. I never said he should main event either. But he is a name. He could go over there. And he's still got it. He could still go. He's a big draw in 205 Live. He's a huge draw for 205 Live. Literally, towels above them. Yes, but, you know, that was... That that's not as much of a serious uh, suggestion. A more serious... I nearly, more s- I nearly joked that you should have our truth in there. <laughs> a more serious suggestion would be someone like Samoa Joe. So he's someone that I've gone for as well. Yeah, because you can ha- he can have some amazing mean guy tough matches, the likes of which he used to have in Ring of Honor back in the day, mm. where you just stiff the S-word out of each other, and then you come out looking like total badasses. Uh, lots of no-sells, yep. lots of jumps up right after the other guy's finisher. Yeah. Again... Watch it. Don't let your inner Jim Cornette take hold. It is good. Uh, oh. I, I, you know, I hear Samoa Joe. I think Ishii. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, exactly. Oh, those matches. Although be one of my favourite things in the whole world that Samoa Joe does, and I, I wish he'd do it more often. Actually, maybe I don't wish he'd do it more often because then it would lose its speciality. But when like he's on the outside and one of the guys does a big flip and he just walks away. Yes. And he just is just like oh, I'm off. I'm not going to yeah. stand here and catch you. I'm just going to walk away from you. You've done the big stupid move. I'm going to walk away from it. The uh, bar, the uh, bar, another great tag team who could both of them. Yes, you've got, I mean you've well, I mean, got Cesaro, Cesaro down, but like Cesaro so. is a single star. But like Cesaro brings the best out of Sheamus, and the two together. You know they did have some amazing matches last year. Mm. You know you give them a bit more creative freedom in the New Japan setting, and they can have some really really great stuff there. Similarly with the Usos. Huh. Who I think are just, you know, I think the Usos are, I mean, they're probably my favourite tag team at the moment. I really, really, the Usos are a team I wish I'd put in my favourite list of last year. I was was thinking that the day the list went live, I was like, I should have put the Usos in there. Definitely in place of Sami Zayn. So I'm I'm, I'm a big mark for the Usos. And then I was just thinking of like other names I'd just like to see there. Uh, Rusev, Braun Strowman again for big mean guy matches. Mm. And uh, Neville in the uh, the juniors category. Of course, who once competed uh, for the G1. In fact, that was the last thing he did. Yes. One of the last things he did before signing with WWE back in 20. 2013. Yeah, he competed in the G1 tournament. So he can go Japan. back there as as Puck and, uh, and was it com- the best of the Super Juniors. It, I think it was best of the Super Juniors. So he can go back there and compete once again. So that's kind of the sort of list I'm thinking. I thought about Rusev and Braun Strowman. 
I don't think Braun Strowman would fare well over that. How, I mean, how, how would you... Well, okay, so it? Braun Strowman is the sort of guy that you would essentially just have to do the same thing you've done because he has his limitations. You know, he is a big guy, big running, running power slams and big moves, you put him against smaller guys, but that's a very much a WWE thing. So, like, would he be able to fare in the like, likes against of Ishii or Renaro Suzuki? Because that's who you'd have to put him up against, the big tough dudes. Um, Braun Strowman was very much just like a last-minute addition that I was mm. putting on my list. I mean, never was the last name I had. That's only because I've, re- I've thought of that just before i walked in here um but yeah braun is not sort of guy i was like oh here's what i would do yeah with braun Strowman. well because I, I thought about Strowman, and then i was like oh i mean i'd like to see him in there just for the weirdness of this wwe comic book creation in the hyper realistic world of yes. new japan but then i started thinking about it more i thought it, it just wouldn't work because a a lot of his character is based on those crazy, so over-the-top spots that work in WWE, because you've got people like The Undertaker, had. Uh, but you can't do that in New Japan, which is a lot more sports-orientated. You can't run any, like, uh, you know, a- any of the really big stuff that got him over, like are the you, ambulance, I'm not finished with you. Are you trying to say they couldn't do a garbage truck spot in, in New Japan? I don't think it would come <laughs> off as well. No? You don't no. think at the end of Dominion you could have um, Braun Strowman being thrown into the back of a mm. garbage truck and then that show up at the G1 Climax? And and also, you, I, th- I do feel like there is a cap uh, of if you're... Because Braun Strowman is, is spectacular at what he does. We're huge fans of him. And, and this is just, you know, this is hypercritical. It's... Yeah, I don't want to be too down on him, but he's he is limited in what he can do. You saw that in the Brock Lesnar match, and that is uh, people. So a similar comparison would be Bad Luck Fale in New Japan, who is a big guy and he can do the the stuff he can do really really well. But because there's a mentality, if you're in the main event, you've got to have this crazy long match or, or very good professional wrestling match. It that. It wouldn't hold up, and I don't think Strowman would work. Well, perhaps that. this is where you and I have approached this list very differently, mm-hmm. as you and I often do. Is you've just picked people who you would put in main events, whereas oh, I've got right. people you could put across the card. So a Braun Strowman, you could hide in a six-man tag, like you do with Bad Luck Farley. But that would that would be a shame because then Strowman would be in a six-man tag rather. You know, I would, he's a he's a main event. You love six-man tags. I do love. It. <laughs> Make it a six-man tag belt. So I've got a pretty similar list here. I have gone for Cesaro, of course, the revival, which you also had because of the uh, the feud with the Young Bucks. F the revival would be great. They, be those good. those four would have an absolutely mm. ast- oh, an astounding match. And they're just like the revival is so so good. Yeah, uh, and as are the Young Bucks. Um, Neville, I put in here as well for the junior division. I think he could really lead that with. I mean, the matches he could have with Takahashi and Kushida and mm-hmm. Osprey, who's now the champion. <laughs> wow. Uh, I've also got Cesaro because I think his stiff style would work very well. I think he could come in and and fill the spot that Shibata's left. Mm-hmm. You know, just make him into the Renaissance man again of just the black trunks and no knee pads, just there, and he wrestles without much. Uh, What's the word? Sort of showmanship. He's yeah. just a wrestler. And he's going to stretch you and he's going to uppercut you. And that's what Shibata was. Uh, so a return I've got here, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesberg. Mm. Because while Strowman I don't think would work, I think Brock Lesnar, you know, he's, he's contract's coming up in WWE this year. Imagine. I'm not, it's not going to happen. <laughs> but imagine if New Japan were like, okay, we made this much money from Jericho. Uh, we paid him this much, but he brought in this much with all those subscribers. How much could we get for one of the biggest pay-per-view draws in the world, Lesnar? And, you know, you, you think, oh, but why would Lesnar take it? He doesn't really care about wrestling. He cares about the paycheck. It's all about the moolah. But he does, I think he does care about wrestling because he saw the fun he had with Styles. Paul Heyman is a huge, they're very close friends. I think Paul Heyman would love the opportunity, just like you've seen Jericho do, to turn up with the Beast Incarnate. And you just... he can Lesnar can have a great match when he wants to. And not, I think he'd be super motivated with a lot of the top guys in there. Sorry, and and, and not only that, but you, you say you think, you know, Lesnar, he does actually enjoy wrestling. What I think Lesnar really enjoys is being the top name on a card. He mm. loves being a main event draw. He loves being a pay-per-view draw. He loves being able to say... 
all these eyes are on the product because of me. Yeah. And to be able to then come out and say like New Japan got an extra 50,000 subscribers because I was on the card. That's another it's another feather yeah. to his already plentiful bow. His of, hunting of, bow. His hunting bow exactly. So I th- I could see Lesnar absolutely going mm. for it. I'm not saying it, I I think it could happen, but I would definitely see Lesnar oh. go for it should the opportunity arise. Now we've and said it I want it even more. I would love to see uh, Lesnar Suzuki. Yes, well that's it because both men have very legitimate paper uh, pay-per-view uh mixed martial arts backgrounds that that's the thing like new japan feels so much more legit and brock lesnar is the most legit guy in wwe being an ex-ufc heavyweight champion if you put him in in new japan everyone's gonna be like yes this is the guy uh plus obviously he competed there before yeah when he left wwe first time around that's actually what got him in hot water with wwe first time around what led to all their court battles so and his weird tattoo that he's got on his chest i believe that was the uh, because it was like the sword of justice i think and i think that's why he has that bizarre tattoo and now why i was gonna finish with this one but now it should have finished on lesnar i feel (laughs) like that's the most fun one i went for ziggler just because he needs to go. <laughs> he needs to leave WWE. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, we've said enough. Yeah, on I think Ziggs. so. Yeah, I think we've said enough on Ziggs. Also in the news is John Cena being advertised for WWE Fastlane. We don't know what the, the subtitle bit to this event's going to be yet. It could be end of the line. It could be let the good times roll on. Roll, road to, to WrestleMania. Road to WrestleMania. Yep. Uh, oh yeah, it was ro- no. What was it last year? It was Roadblock end of the line. The final stop on the road to WrestleMania. Oh, it's gonna be, be something. It was something like that. Yeah. Have. So, but the thing about this is that Fastlane this year is a SmackDown branded pay per view, and it's the last one of WWE before WrestleMania. Mm, interesting. So John Cena's announced dates so far of course he's going to be at the 25th anniversary raw on the 22nd of january then he's entered himself into the rumble then he's well he did he enter himself in did he do that via twitter Twitter. i was cat angle just announced it uh and then he's advertised for every raw tv in february Mm -hmm. along with a few house shows here and there i couldn't find that he's advertised for elimination chamber which is raw's February pay-per-view. You would assume if he's on all the TVs in the lead-up yeah. to Elimination Chamber that he is at the Elimination Chamber. Sure. Yeah, so you would assume... Maybe not in the Chamber, but at the show itself. But then, March 11th, it's... So the... What was it? I can't remember the name of the arena, but it was the the venue that announced this on Twitter. A special guest appearance from John Cena. So maybe it's a dark match thing. Maybe it's just there for the live crowd. Although they don't do that for pay-per-views. That's more of a Madison Square Garden dark mm-hmm. match surprise. So the speculation is, courtesy of us two, mm. we're going to run wild here. Oh, yeah. That maybe Cena jumps brands after, as he can do as a free agent, uh, after February, and then builds a program through March to have a match with a SmackDown wrestler at WrestleMania 34. Yeah, that to me is, is how it feels. If his last appearance is going to be at a SmackDown show, it's probably going to be a SmackDown feud he's having mm. leading into um, uh, WWE's version of Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, and then like the roar after me. It's WWE's <laughs> version of New Year's <laughs> Dash. Yeah. Let's be really smart. <laughs> So I then essentially went through the SmackDown list of uh, their current wrestlers, their main roster wrestlers, of who could be seen as opponents. You Mm. had to take out people like Owens and Zayn because they're embroiled in a feud with Shane McMahon, which also then takes Shane McMahon off the list. You can also assume it won't be AJ Styles because AJ Styles will be facing whoever wins the... Well, I'm assuming he's going to win the... Whoever's going to win the Rumble. Or maybe Cena wins the Rumble. Or maybe Cena wins the Rumble. And he's like, I'm going to challenge Brock Lesnar... But then he, no, actually, no, I'm not. I'm going to face AJ, and he switches. Yeah, no, I, 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 I've just thought of that. It's not very good. I, I'm still going with my internal speculation that a SmackDown guy is winning the Rumble, and that man is Shinsuke Nakamura, mm. and it's going to be Nakamura Styles at WrestleMania. Perhaps I am just living in a very fantasy bubble, but that's kind of where my mindset is leading. Um, I just feel that's the way they're heading. I hope so. So, you, kind of, you can then take those two names off of this. What you're left with is not a huge amount... Of, of guys that AJ could possibly face against. Rusev Day. Yes, but I kind of feel that Rusev Day is going to be in some tag team mm. stuff rather than being in like a, in a, a singles feud. So the names that you have got are Jinder Mahal, 
for perhaps for this United States Championship thing, Jinder, it's probably going to be Jinder versus Bobby Roode in the United States Championship Finals. The scuttlebutt rumor from Dirty Sheets and Wrestling Votes. Wrestle Votes. Wrestle yeah, Votes, yeah. That was, uh, so that this is an interesting one, Jinder Mahal, because uh, reportedly the plan through 2017 was for Jinder Mahal to hold the WWE Championship all the way through... Uh, the year and then at Royal Rumble he'll start a program with Cena and then that will culminate with Cena's 17th world title win at Wrestlemania but of course they changed directions and AJ Styles won the belt so maybe they're just going to do that same program but with the United States belt yes uh, we, we've said forever that Jinder it makes so much more sense Jinder he's a mid-card guy really he's a mid-card act he never made sense work rate or character wise in the main event of SmackDown. But as a heel with the United States champion uh, chip uh, with, with a foreign heel gimmick, that's perfect. And who do you have to go against the evil foreign menace but Mr. American flag himself, John Cena? Exactly. So that uh, we're looking into maybe it's going to be Jinder versus Bobby for Probably. the United States Championship. But the, the scuttlebutt from uh, a couple of sources are that that's going to lead to Ziggler's return, saying mm. that I'm actually the rightful United States Champion. I didn't vacate the title after all. And that's going to lead to a United States Champion versus United States Champion match at WrestleMania, like the um, uh, the, the Shawn Michaels Razor Ramon match from WrestleMania 10. Yeah. I'm going to say, I think it's 10. Um, and. So that's kind of what the story is. So if that is the case, that doesn't feel like it's it's seen, or it doesn't feel like Jinder's winning the belt then. Mm. But maybe you are going to continue doing the I Hate America shtick, facing off against maybe in a flag match. Another <laughs> flag match for John Cena at WrestleMania with that massive long ramp. Love it. Love it. The psychology of the flag match. <laughs> exactly. So maybe you could do uh, Cena versus Jinder for the pride of America mm. rather than for an actual title. Another name I thought, if you want to look into Pusher Guy, as a rising so, so, star. So are you kind of ruling out Jinder there because you think... No, no, no. I think Jinder is quite high up on the list, yeah. just, but but not for a title. I don't think it's for the United States mm, Championship. Okay. I just think it's for the pride of America. So you think it could be a Rude versus Ziggler US title picture yes. after their all-time classic well, feud last year? Going by the house shows, they were having an all-time classic feud. Yeah, oh, yeah, but, but that, but that, that never translated through onto pay-per-view because mm. they weren't they were never given the time for it to translate onto pay-per-view and house shows. You and got the finishes were awful. And the finishes were awful. Um, so I think you could Jinder is still a possibility. But if you are looking to push a guy, maybe elevate a guy, someone who has a lot of potential, some may say, I'm, I don't mm. quite see it just yet. I think he's a good promo, if nothing else. Mojo Rawley. Yeah. You know what? That is that is a really good shout. Thank you. I, I really like that. We're Because we're, Mojo's a heel currently. He's a great promo. Uh, he's done he's done really, I should say, he's done really good promo work in the last uh, several weeks. Yeah, and going toe-to-toe, Cena can test him, like how quick he is on his feet, which could be the death of Rawley. Perhaps, you, you know, you say that it's, it's, Cena's probably not having a match at fast end if he is just making the special guest appearance. So perhaps Cena comes out to cut a promo announcing what his WrestleMania plans are going to be. And then you have Mojo come down, you have a battle of words, and then you unleash this vicious Mojo who just beats Cena down and, and gets the better of him and leaves him laying. That I mean, I, I would like that. Uh, or actually a sneak attack would be even better. Yeah, I mean, that's got to end with Cena putting over Mojo at Mania. Yeah. And then Cena goes off for another few months to make some movies. Yeah, and maybe they have a return match at SummerSlam yeah. where Cena can get his win back. Because 50-50 booking is how you get people over. That's a good segue for, to Cena's <laughs> rematch from SummerSlam. Well, this was pretty much like... I, uh, the You look at the SmackDown list when you take out the top guys, you're like, there's not really a lot left for you mm. to deal with here. And that person is Baron Corbin. Yeah. I, I, there's not really much left for Baron Corbin I, mean, I said there's not much left I don't know what you'd do with Baron Corbin at this stage when everything else failed so maybe Cena again and then this is the worst <laughs> why did you even put this down the last because one? he's the other name you have who's not currently involved uh. in something what better way to celebrate Wrestlemania let the good times roll than another five star classic with Randall K. Orton why not Randy Orton eh Maybe it could be Randy Orton. Maybe they have, like, their I've never beaten you at WrestleMania shtick. Or maybe, I don't think he has beaten him at WrestleMania. Have they even faced I off against care. I don't care. Maybe they have faced at WrestleMania. I don't know. But that kind of seems like that's a Vince McMahon dream match, really, isn't it? Cena and Orton at WrestleMania? No, no. The, the, the Vince McMahon dream match is that. And Orton beats... AJ for the title shortly before shortly before and then, s- and then Cena wins <laughs> his 17th 17th yeah. oh my god <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe we've had it all wrong, and it's just going to be AJ versus Nakamura in a in a fifteen minute match. You know, you know uh, what was it? What's the what's the film where you can't say Candyman three times? The Candyman. The is it? Oh, it's well, called it's, the Candyman. Well, it's just I just called got Candyman. It had a different, <laughs> obscure name. <laughs> it's just uh, called Candyman, mate. So you know, and you know, it's not going to happen. But I never say Candyman three <laughs> times into a mirror. I'm worried that. Us just saying the words Cena versus Orton at WrestleMania makes it makes it a little bit closer to happening. Yeah, maybe I need to do some research whether this has happened before because no. this could be no, 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 a WrestleMania no, no. plan. No, no. Stop! Just stop <laughs> saying you're tempting fate. But uh. the last name that's actually on this list that could be a possibility, considering that he doesn't really have a brand, I suppose. No, no, no. no. He, he quite clearly declared himself a SmackDown. Did he? Yeah, at the end of 2016. But then he kept came... appearing on Raw. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm here to be here full-time on SmackDown. Now I'm on Raw. Now I'm on Raw because the Royal Rumble is coming up and yeah. Raw's the bigger show. Because uh, Cena's got a much bigger match <laughs> with his wife. Well, he's... Yeah. Fia- well, he's girlfriend at the time versus Miz and Maurice. Yes, but The Undertaker. So perhaps you could finally do Cena versus Taker and people have been saying that should be The Undertaker's retirement match rather than the boring one that he had against Roman Reigns last year. Of those names, Jinder Mojo and Orton are the ones I see. Really? Orton? <laughs> Why did you say it again? It's only now that we talk about it. Like, I put oh. it there as a joke, but it only since we were talking about it, I was like, that's such a Vince McMahon thing to do. No. No. Uh, I like, personally, I like Mojo the best. I like Mojo the best as well. I think, but really, money-wise, it's got to be it's got to be Taker. Well, yeah, money-wise, that's the one yeah. that makes sense. But can you coax Taker into another match? Can Taker even have another match is the that's question. That's the other problem, yeah. Um, but whereas Orson, he can go, man. Mm. Like, he's he's a money guy. And and the question is, if it's not Orson, then who's Orson facing at WrestleMania? Corbin. Well, they haven't done it, I suppose. So that yeah, maybe it feels <laughs> like a program. That feels like a second on the card match at yeah. WrestleMania. Uh, so that's all we've got time for in today's show. But let us know who we- you want to see John Cena face. What are you going to say, well, Luke? As an as an apology, we did actually have a mailbag section. I asked uh, on Twitter for people to give their sort of questions. We're going to do this quick fire question thing. Do you want to do it now? We we'll do, we'll we... do it ridiculously quick. Yes. Okay, quick fire mailbag round from I'd Twitter suggestions. I'd skip that one then because that's a proper question. Okay. And skip that one as well. Okay. No, that's a... Uh... Oh, a proper... I see that, what you mean. Yeah, that's a proper... So, I think he's going re- to retool that one. AZ Smith from Twitter. Will the Women's Royal Rumble end up like the first women's money in the bank and end all in controversy or do you see this as a full-blown success like I do? Success. Success. Dan via Twitter. Will we see British Strong Style as a group in WWE? Probably not. No. Uh, AJ to remember... That's a good name via Twitter. Who do you like to see War Machine feud with if they make their debut this year? The Bar. The Bar. I already thought... I feel like I'm just copying (laughs) what you say. A2J via Twitter. Your picks to win each Rumble match. Asuka Nakamura. Nakamura. Ah, Rousey. Oh, lovely. Response PC. Afternoon, Luke. What's your view on the tag team scene on Raw? Seems low on quality with the same feud for almost a year now. New blood from NXT or outside? War Machine and hopefully some new people. Uh, I think it's... uh... This oh god, how do I answer this question differently? Um, I think yeah, the Raw tag team scene has been a bit stale, but I really like Rollins and Jordan. So. Uh, yeah, okay, so there are some possibilities. I like how you say a bit stale, whereas I would say very stale. Yeah. Uh, and Balor Club, hopefully, you know, they yeah. can get them going. Revival are back. RQ, do you think Johnny Gargano will win the NXT? title at takeover this month no i think Tommaso champa will cause a distraction Ooh. and gargano will lose and that will lead to them having uh Tommaso champa versus johnny gargano at brooklyn takeover it's about the time that i didn't think of that yeah champa should be getting cleared i think now. they'll they'll redo because he gargano lost when zelina threw the t-shirts at him uh. so i think it's kind of a, a repeat of that with gargano actually as a physical t-shirt uh champa yeah. is a physical t-shirt distracting him great way to extend out gargano's uh, championship chase yes and then you have him win it at Brooklyn uh, yes because I said Brooklyn I'd rather do it at the Wrestlemania weekend show you have Tommaso Ciampa versus Giardi Gargano maybe for the number one contendership mm. and then you have the Brooklyn win Greg's Chan is it possible to turn Alexa Bliss face yes yes that's all we've got time for we did that in 2 minutes 52 seconds we should do this more often possibly Quick it was fight. stressful no, what was it oh, I, was, I don't know maybe we'll see, <laughs> we'll see how it goes down I tell you what did go down well Star ratings. <laughs>
Did they now? Didn't you say everyone was like, actually, I think you should uh, keep the arbitrary star system. I did not see those comments at all. Yeah, I think they were, they I were think, plentiful. I think you've made those comments up. No, no, I will forward them to you. <laughs> okay. uh, so, yeah, maybe if we can, if we, if the official star rating system is called the arbitrary star rating system. Yeah. I would be behind it. Yeah. So maybe I'll, I'll, we'll see when the next really good match is. Yeah. I'll, I'll whack out a star rating. Lovely stuff. For, for Raw or Smackdown or let's be honest NXT TakeOver. <laughs> well, I mean, what a, what a cracking show that was. Lots of debates. I really enjoyed the quick fire uh, questions at the end there. I had... In total, 88 responses to my tweets that I put out earlier uh, on Twitter sphere, and we only got to uh, maybe 10 of them. Maybe, maybe one day we'll do that again. Maybe another day we'll do it live. Maybe one day if we'll we do it live. If we get to that Patreon goal of $5,000, yeah. we can get internet here. <laughs> Our internet's so bad. Internet that actually works. We had to reset the internet before we came in mm. here to record this. What a disastrous lunch period I had. Yeah, it was a calamity. I was editing the Wrestle Ramble, the video version, and Premiere Pro just crashed, and I hadn't saved it, so I had to do it all over again. And while all that was happening, I dropped my soup as I was taken out of the microwave and spilled virtually everything. It was pretty much all of it. it all of it. Yeah, seven-eighths was completely mm. gone. So you had a great protein bar. Yeah, do you know what? It got, it got naffer the longer it went. Yeah. I think, yeah, I bought... Um, so now that I, I'm allowed to eat chocolate again, I thought, I thought I'd treat myself. I'm going to buy this little protein bar thing. It was peanuts and caramels, two of my favourite things. I didn't realise it was covered in chocolate, but it was actually a little extra mm. uh, nice bonus when I opened it up. Until I got to the uh, till, I paid for it. £2.80! £2.80 that cost me. That is an insane amount of money for one chocolate bar. Protein is the new printer ink. <laughs> yeah, very expensive. Oh uh, man, two pound eighty—that's nearly three quid. So speaking of nutrition, and yes, crazy supplements one would put inside one's body. Because while I teased my uh, anecdote after I've told it, yeah. in terms of if you're listening to this podcast, your uh, anecdote is still teased. It plays chronologically. Yeah, so uh, mine was like memento. Yeah, I uh, yeah go back and listen to the the DVD cut version <laughs> of this podcast for how it should play out. But uh, so yeah, I it's the new year. I'm quite uh, obsessive about supplements and not not like fitness supplements because obviously I'm I don't I'm not a big guy, but I like nootropics and things that make my brain work better or just like internal gut stuff. So I thought, you know what? Got a bit of money for Crimbo. Just spaffed it. Spaffed it all on supplements. Well, that's not all you spaffed it on. I spaffed it on a telly and a smart kettle. <laughs> Which, by the way, my wife found very funny. That you I <laughs> I convinced someone over the weekend to get a smart no, kettle. did you really? Yeah, it's all about the keeping hot mechanism. Oh, yeah? I turned that's it on the from one the bed thing. this morning. That's the one thing I would say is a really good quality yeah. thing about it, is that it's uh, you can keep it at a good temperature. Anyway, we're not sponsored by them yet, so uh, I won't go into that. But I bought loads of supplements and... You know, it was like some mouldy vitamins here, which I wouldn't take in. And it's bits here. 450 billion gut bacteria probiotics here, which come in this wonderfully refrigerated envelope. Uh, and then another one, which seems that it's always like in the top five recommended supplements that you should take in the supplement community on Reddit. And it's this thing called ashwagandha. You ever mm, heard of ashwagandha? I've, clearly not. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's an Indian root. So like a root... Uh, herby thing and you take the root and you ground that down and I think ashwagandha if I'm remembering this right uh, in Indian in what's there in Sanskrit uh, translates as smell of the horse mm. because a horse is so strong and virile so one of the consequences is harder erections <laughs> I didn't know this I didn't know this before I bought it not that I not that it's happened to me but when I was reading up on the after the side effects that was one of the main uh, bits of feedback. Anyway, so being the sort of, I'm a bit stupid sometimes with this. I, I bought it, I bought a relatively high dosage mm -hmm. uh, because I just wanted to do it all right away. Enough to erect a horse. <clears throat> exactly. And uh, I said, I'm going to take this. What it's meant to do, by the way, is it reduces cortisol. So a lot of people take it as an antidepressant, but I, I was taking it because I just wanted to see what happened. And, <laughs> and I, 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 you know, I said to my lady partner, you should take one too. And she was like, okay. Just trusting me. Did it give her a harder erection? Well, that, well, we'll come to this. Yeah, she grew a penis, a horse penis. <laughs> uh, 
Because usually I'm, I'm pretty on the money with the supplements. So she was like, okay, let's do this. We took it. And then we left the house to go to the cinema. We saw My Neighbor Totoro. And I turned to her at one point. I was just like, I feel so out of it on the tube. And like I was finding it hard to focus. And I felt a bit dizzy. And I was like, okay, yeah, I, d I don't think I've eaten enough. And she said, I feel exactly the same. Wow. And I was like, what? What have we had this morning? We had the, we had breakfast. We had the ashwagandha powder. And we clocked it. And then it was like, it, it was, I mean, so I've been told the effects of certain class A drugs. <laughs> it's, it's sort of that disorientated. It wasn't as bad as that. So I've been told. But it was like, it was a very fumbly feel around the, the tube to get out. No, really? You're not a fumbly feel, but you had to, you know, get your head down and just concentrate and be like, we're going this way and then we're going that way. And we got out and it was more bright lights in Piccadilly Circus and confusion. <laughs> and then, then I just started laughing. <laughs> And I continued sort of either laughing, smirking, or smiling inside mm -hmm. until, and we saw My Neighbor Totoro, the, the film, and I was, you know, almost in tears at various points, way more than I usually am. Yeah. And yeah, like, uh, she won't take it again. I'm not surprised. This sounds like a, yeah. it sounds like you just got high. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That seems to be what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and skinny of us all, yeah. I think I got I high. I got high <laughs> off uh, some, some pills I bought off. <laughs> Off of Amazon, it was a, it was a prime, it was a prime. Yeah, you know, that's safe, right? You think it, and it was like editor's choice. Crikey! So, so, yeah. so where did you think you went wrong? I don't think I went wrong. I well, maybe I. Maybe took, you went very I, right. I think uh, so. I took it the next day. <laughs> but, uh, and I wouldn't take anymore, but I took it the next day. And I think if you have a task, you just become blinkers on because then i rearranged the entire kitchen in about an hour I, I threw out like six bin bags worth of stuff wow and everything is so optimized in that kitchen. <laughs> uh, so yeah I, but i think you've got to take it late in the day like 6 p.m because it, it will it's it's like it felt like having two glasses of wine in half an hour so that's sort of merry lightheadedness, mm. but not not any of the sicky feelings of drunk. I was going to say because if I had two glasses of wine in half an hour, I don't think I'd be laser focused. Yeah, well, that, I mean that's the other side. That's how it differs from alcohol, I guess. Mm. But very early days. Do not do not buy this. Do not take it on on my recommendation. Remember, I'm not a doctor. Just remember, we have to do this sort of stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, you, a responsibility. you are you have a Twitter following that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that hangs on your every word. Do your own research. Yeah. And Do not take my word for this. Take this bit of evidence in as part of your research. Uh, mate, but this the is Ollie, just anecdotal. Ollie cried a lot watching My Neighbor Totoro and couldn't really get off the tube without using his <laughs> hands. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that, but, was, that but, was my weekend experience. But you can clean your kitchen in an hour. Oh, man, it's so good. Like, the <laughs> hands there. They've got a separate breakfast area in the cupboards. Oh, lovely stuff. Ours oh, is the right state at the moment. We need to sort that. So Librarian40k writes, Saviors of Wrestling. Having been a viewer slash listener since WrestleTalk was on T... Oh, excuse me, was on TV through the Daily Squash. Now to Wrestle Ramble, Daily Squash was an old WrestleTalk podcast hosted by some other people. I thought it was time to say thanks. You guys keep me interested in a product that it is times, at times frustrating mm -hmm. and at times especially epically great. My weeks are not the same with, with you without you yeah. and the rest of the Wrestle Talk team love the magazine oh, top stuff hashtag Swaf Nation thank you librarian 40k that suggests to me that you are a Warhammer War 40k fan yeah specific isn't uh, librarians a space marine thing or yeah, maybe like, it is, yeah. Uh, like the chapters. Chapters, the yeah. Um, also, I mean... I, I, I've been told by my nerd <laughs> friends. <laughs> also, I wanted to give an extra shout-out to the, that previous one that the foe did, because although I was a little bit confused by him, he clearly is a fellow scouser, because he described it as a boss podcast. Right. And that is always a great way to explain, to describe something. Yes. Come also, on, I, uh, blues. I uh, muted my first person on Twitter. Uh, Congratulations. On, over the weekend. It's the first time. It was that guy that uh, started following me over the Christmas period just to uh, to give me crap about my top ten list. And has since then... I said sorry about that. There's no need to mute me on my mouth. <laughs> and has since then just sent me nothing but really snide comments. Like, any time I post something up, he's just like, you're a dick, though. Or, I like... Thought... 
Oh, but you've muted that now. Yeah, so okay. like oh, a new year, I said like, oh, I've, I gave up chocolate, and mm. I was like, I was really happy, and I was really proud of myself. His comment was just like, yeah, maybe you should try grow, uh, giving up growing beards. And I was like, and over the weekend, uh, and so over the weekend, Everton got knocked out of the FA Cup. So I was like, it was a valiant effort in the second half. I guess there's always next year. His comment was like, huh, always loved your Scouse accent. I was like, I'm done with you now. So I just muted him. Because the, the best way uh, to, obviously, you want to starve these people of oxygen. So bringing them up on the podcast is... Well, it's going to help. I don't think he listens to the podcast. That's good. Uh, and Ace, Ace AD, Ace AD 83 says, making wrestling relevant. Hello, Ollie and Luke. How the dickens are you? Well, this is a very conversational review. I like it. Your Wrestle Ramble podcast has made wrestling relevant for me again. Falling out of the loop with the WWE universe. Oh, why did you say that? <laughs> for, a, for a period of time. But when I discovered the Wrestle Ramble YouTube videos and podcast, my interest was reignited. The simple reason for this is your great reviews, the banter, and your overall knowledge of the w- <laughs> Said it again. WWE Universe. You hate Don't that term. Don't use that term here. Uh, and they're wrestlers, not superstars. I really like the fantasy bookings and crap gimmick segments, as these just break... As these just break from the generic reviews thanks a lot guys and keep up the good work thanks ace ad ace ad 83 slightly older than me i'm gonna guess glad to it could just be a random number could be he could have been the 83rd ace ad on itunes i feel like any random two-digit number with seven eight or nine at the start of it Mm -hmm. it's got to be a birth year yeah i I would guess so yeah 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 yeah. well that's all we've got time for today we've done a lot of podcast rambling i like exclusive ones because of our stupid anecdotes uh (laughs) So we will be back on Wednesday for the Raw vs. Smackdown review. Love you, bye! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.